0: Hey you guys, what is going on? Welcome to The Camera Adds 10 Pounds. I'm your host, my name's Peter Sirs. I'm a comedian, I do podcasts, I work out a lot. That's basically what what you're listening to right now. Um, Do me a favor you guys, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you know what I'm about to say, but I gotta say it anyway because maybe there's somebody new here. Um, If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, just leave me a review, it would be awesome. Uh, This podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Performa.com. Performa has all of your fitness accessories. Shaker cups, that's where it all started. Meal prep bags, meal prep containers. They have the best workout towels. I love their workout towels. I'm telling you guys, I spill water at the gym all the time because I just don't always close the lids of my water bottle and then I knock it over and then I'm like, shit. And then I'm like, oh, I just clean it up with this towel. And then my towel is still... You know, kind of like it just absorbs it, and then I'm still able to keep using it for my workout. It's awesome. Anyway, go to Performa.com. Check out their stuff. They also have clothes, uh, Performa apparel. They also – you can customize some of their uh, fitness products. So if you have a company and you want your logo on it, they can do that too, man. So anyway, go to Performa.com. Enter promo code 10 pounds. That's the wor- The number – I'm not going to edit this. Um, that's the word 10, the word pounds. And you will save 15% off your order. And also, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements. Bucked Up Supplements, you guys, they have all of your supplement needs. So we're talking protein powder, pre-workout, vitamins, you know, amino acids, everything you can think of supplement-wise for your fitness goals. I take so much of their shit, dude. I I mean I don't mean to say shit like they they have good products man like I I spent a lot of money on their products <laughs> I mean at my age you guys I'm almost forty two which is fucking crazy it's really crazy to think that in you know a few days I'm gonna be forty two years old and if I'm being honest I was I was going anyway oh, let me just finish this I this bucked up really quick they have good shit dude I'm telling you I use all their stuff. Okay, a lot of their stuff. Anyway, um, if you want, you can get a sample pack from there sent to you. Whatever, man. Just go to buckedup.com, enter promo code ten pounds. That's the number ten and the word pounds, and you will save twenty percent off your entire order. Now, you guys, you know, I know I've been trying to do these cool workout like these like recommend songs to you, and I understand I started this segment and then I forget sometimes. So anyway, um, I'm gonna give you guys the song for this week. Okay, here we go. Never come get away, never come get away, never come break the chains Watching me patiently, watching me patiently, watching me take the blame Listen Never gon' get away, what? never gon' get away, what? never gon' break the chains It's I'm about to drop options and What? Wait a minute It's gonna get good, I'm telling you well, I mean, it's already good, but I'm tired of holding on What? What? Here we go, here we go Drop that motherfucking beat Uh Oh, it on the kids. uh, uh, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, look at that, uh, uh, I'm telling you guys, when I, uh, when I'm working out and, uh, this song comes on, I, I got these, uh, first of all, actually, I'm not getting paid for this. I don't fucking care um so I go through a lot of headphones working out a lot um but my latest headphones have lasted me probably longer than any of the other headphones i've had and so right now um i'm I'm wearing the uh the rock's over ear headphones, Project Rock. Um, Under Armour makes them, but JBL is really who makes them, and they fucking sound so good, dude. Like, they're better than Beats, because I used to have Beats, too. Uh, the the solo wireless, you know, over-ear ones, I used to have those. I have the in-ear Beats. Um, I I used to use those to run in, but I've actually replaced those as well. But anyway, the point being, the project is for a fitness podcast. I'm going to just start telling you guys shit that I use, and maybe, you know, it'll benefit you guys. I, you know, obviously, I, I I have a partnership with Bucked Up. So, I will recommend their supplements. But also because I take their fucking supplements. That's really the reason I recommend them. But um, I'm going to start just recommending stuff if I if I like it. You know, I've told you guys about some of the bars I eat and stuff. And these aren't partners of mine. These are just things that I think will help you guys in your fitness endeavors. So, anyway, point being the project rock headphones like the bass everything just sounds so good and this song that i just played you guys like it fucking hits in there dude like it really does uh, right beat, right, the there. beat right, the right there beat right there it fucking hits dude like i love it so anyway um if you're in the market for some over ear headphones get them uh now i have since uh I went through, I think, like three pairs of like Beats, because like when I run, I don't want heavy headphones on my thing, so I usually use Beats. But now I've graduated to uh, the Apple ear uh, AirPods, I guess they're called. It's whatever. They're just because I don't want to wear the heavy over ear, and you know they're not bad. They're not amazing, but it is what it is, man. They don't fall out, so that's good. I hate when fucking headphones fall out when you run, dude. It's really annoying. Anyway, um, what's up, you guys? It's just me today. I had a guest, and of course, um, I'm really busy these days. (laughs) Let me just give you guys a rundown of my schedule. So, um, Monday through Thursday, okay, I work from 11 to 8, okay, okay? Uh, I mean, I have like a, a lunch break in there, but so that means I have to work out before that. So I wake up, eat breakfast, work out, right, um, write, send my emails and everything that I'm supposed to send or whatever, uh, and then try to schedule podcast guests. You know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing three podcasts right now, you guys. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm not trying to promote all my other podcasts, but it is what it is, man. So. I have my Dodger podcast that I do every week. I release episodes every Monday or Tuesday, depending on if the Dodgers have an off day or not. Um, and then this podcast, obviously, episodes drop Tuesday, unless I'm behind, which I am this week. So it drops on Wednesday. Um, and then I also am hosting a podcast for Performa. Um, the guys I told you guys, you know, the fitness products that sponsor Um, and I'm hosting their podcast, I mean, I guess it's, it's their podcast, but, you know, I'm the host, so that's three podcasts, plus I still gotta submit, you know, for everything that, you know, all the clubs and everything, I gotta keep following up and keep following up, see, the thing is, you guys, I don't know if you know how comedy works, but if you email a comedy club and they don't email you back, you know, you give them, I give them like a month or so give or take i used to wait like two or three months and then i realized that was too much time being wasted so now i usually follow up about every month and the reason being is because if you don't follow up then they'll just forget they're not just going to be like oh i forgot to answer that email from a month ago or two months ago let me go ahead and email peter back no you gotta fucking keep bugging these guys you know i just worked hyenas last week in dallas and I forget what what the number was. I went back into my uh, archives of emails to find how many times I emailed that dude before uh, I actually got booked. And I feel like it was 11 emails, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm going to check right now, actually. We're going to get some downtime because I want to see how many times I emailed him. One... Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I emailed this fucking guy, okay, ten times, ten times I emailed him before. He finally got back to me and booked me. Now, did I get better over the course of those? You know, I mean, that's, that's basically, and I fucked up at first because when I was first starting comedy, I used to do it. You know, I used to follow up every few months, sometimes longer. Look, I, I emailed him first in 2014 and then I waited until 2016 And then I did it again four months later in 2016. Then I waited another couple years. 2018, I sent him a couple. And then 19, and then I waited a year again. So it's kind of my fault, but it's because I didn't know any better. I know now that I got to keep motherfucking bugging these motherfuckers until they put me on their fucking schedule, okay? So anyway, point being, I had to do that. and So I got to spend a lot of time emailing club bookers, Trying to get more work, Um, and then I actually have to be at the job at the gym, and then you know I have to write. I have to just my time. I just I just have no time. Okay, I really don't. I'm working every day as well. I'm teaching, you know, I'm teaching classes, and I'm just doing. You know, I got to make money still, you guys. The comedy is not as even though things are opening up, there's still. I think I talked about this, but you know, there's a lot of comics. Like let's let let's let's take. Let's take, like, a Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan is a guy who, obviously, one of the most famous comics in the world. And, uh, you know, he does, like, arenas. You know, fucking full-on arenas. Guess what? No one's fucking doing arenas right now. So all those comics that are doing arenas or big theaters, if they want to work, they got to pretty much do comedy clubs or have shows at their own venue or something, right? So... What that means is that guys like me That are lower level That work the clubs Are now getting bumped down To you know having to kind of wait Because the bigger comics Like you know I saw Brian Regan Was at the club in Oklahoma City A couple weeks ago And he fucking does theaters So you know all these guys are being forced To perform in smaller venues Which means that the guys that perform In the smaller venues are kind of You know we gotta kind of wait So Anyway, I got to email clubs, I got to do all these things, plus work. I'm teaching, I'm working every day. I I didn't have a day off. My last day off, I had a day off in March, and that was when I went and did shows in Austin. And then from then on, I didn't have another day off until I went home a couple weeks ago. So I worked like seven straight weeks with uh, with no off days. And I'm not complaining about it. It's fine, like I need to make money, and it is what it is. But, um, you know, it's just, I don't have a lot of time. Like, I haven't had time to go down to Dallas and see my buddy Eric. I haven't fucking, you know, my godson. His son is my godson. Um, You know, I barely had time to go home for a few days. Like, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, I'm still trying to grind. You know, it's not like I'm doing strenuous work like when I was on the farm. But, like, I'm juggling a lot of things. Which leads me to my next point. Which is, uh, you guys... (laughs) <laughs> almost fucking blew up this weekend I kind of had a breakdown But not because I almost blew up That was some other thing um, First of all, if you're listening And you happen to be a mother um, Happy late Mother's Day I know it was Mother's Day this past weekend That was kind of the start of things for me I'm going to be honest with you guys This is going to be me Just I don't have my guests So it's just going to be me pouring my soul out to you guys Every year You know on Mother's Day I, I I I become a little sad And I would be You know I wouldn't be human if I wasn't sad On Mother's Day like I lost my mom You know so every year I'm reminded that I don't have a mom To wish Happy Mother's Day to Nor do I have You know any of my grandmothers Around anymore who I were also Very important in my life You know I was lucky enough to have great relationships with both of my grandmothers, my mom's mom and my dad's mom, and you know, I think—I mean, I think they loved me. <laughs> you know, like they—they—they they, they were awesome to me. Like I, I just had these great relationships with them. I used to always go spend, you know, you know, a week or two at my grandma's house. I called her Yaya. That was her nickname for for us, um, and. The reason that our yaya was called yaya was because when I was little, they were trying to get me to say the word abuela or abuelita, which is Spanish, obviously, for whore. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry, <yaya. laughs> um, abuelita, abuela, that's grandma, grandmother, whatever. Um, and I couldn't say it because I didn't speak fucking Spanish because my mom didn't fucking teach me Spanish. Which, by the way, I love you mom, I miss you, I wish you were still here, but also I wish you would have taught me how to speak Spanish. I wish you would have taught me how to speak Spanish mom, I had to learn in school, it is what it is man. Um, anyway, <laughs> I uh, I couldn't say abuela or abuelita, so what came out was yaya, and they were like oh yeah, let's go with that, so you know, I had a great relationship with my yaya, you know, I would always go stay with her, she was a lot of times the one that would buy me, like, a new pair of shoes if I needed it, or, you know, school clothes, or more school clothes, you know, Um, even when I got older, you know, like, I remember one time I really needed tires, and I couldn't afford them, so she bought me tires, she bought me, like, a mattress, like, She's just the best fucking grandma, man. I mean, granted, we were her only grandchildren, my brothers and I. But still, like, I know a lot of people that aren't necessarily close with their grandparents, and you know, it's kind of sad to me because I, I had great relationships with three of my grandparents. Um, we won't talk about my grandfather, actually. We will talk about my grandfather. I don't fucking care. But my other grandma, my dad's step, da- my my dad's mom, you know, she was like the sweetest. Like, I mean, she would just. Can I get you? Can I make? Can I make you something to eat? You want? You you want some some fried chicken? You want some? I'll make you something. I'm like, oh, grandma, we're good. Relax. You want to want a soda? You want a coke? You want like grandma? I'll get it. You want a, some ice cream? <laughs> like grandma? I'll Fucking get it, dude. Relax. My grandma was the best, dude. And I would same thing. I would go stay with her. You know, my my grandma, my grandpa, my, my dad's parents would take me. You know, to like Disneyland. Oh my god, can I tell you about this? This this is just me, guys. So I'm just gonna be reminiscing here but um <laughs> i remember one time my grandma my grandpa i'll say i'll call them grandma grandpa sirs my dad's parents they uh I, I had to be eight years old maybe nine years old and they took me to disneyland and i don't know what happened you guys i don't know what happened but i was not feeling well I just, I didn't realize, you know, like, sometimes like you have, like, a headache, whatever, it's like, whatever, you just ride it out, dude, like, big deal. As long as I'm not, like, fucking throwing up and shit, it's whatever, you know? We're Mexican, we fucking deal with that shit. Um, I didn't feel well, but I wasn't sure, but I, like, I didn't want to tell my grandparents, because we were fucking going to Disneyland, dude, and if I tell them I don't feel well, then guess what? We're not fucking going to Disneyland, okay? And I wanted to go to Disneyland, so I didn't say anything, and then we got there, and I didn't feel well. And I remember being in line, we were in line for the Jungle Cruise, and I just fucking threw up all over some lady. (laughs) In line. I threw up all over some lady, dude. And then, I was like not feeling well, but then I was like, well fuck, I gotta get on Star Tours, dude. So, um, I feel like I ended up feeling a little bit better by the end of the day. You know, we stayed at Disneyland, but... It was rough, man, like, you know, and especially, like, since once we got, once we were in there, my grandpa was kind of like, well, we're not fucking leaving now, dude, we're here. But, um, so anyway, uh, you know, I just had great relationships, like I said, with three of my grandparents, um, my, my grandfather, my mom's dad, this is a true story, I don't know if I've told this story on this podcast, I don't know why I would have, but I feel like maybe when he died, A couple years ago. I don't know if I was doing the podcast yet or not. But anyway. um, So my mom. Was an only child. Okay. My mom was an only child. And. You know. Catholic. Whatever. You stay married. Stand by your man. That whole thing. Divorce is a sin. Blah blah blah. Um, My grandfather. Had. I'm trying to think. One two three three uh kids that were not from my grandmother do you understand what i'm saying like basically my my grandpa cheated on my grandma not only cheated but fathered children with three other women yeah different women too um while they were married and kind of fucked up right but they stayed married I don't I I mean I just I don't know how my grandma put up with that if I'm being honest um I don't know but I do know that my grandfather I don't know this 100% but I'm pretty sure that my grandfather had some kind of ties to the drug cartels (laughs) I'm pretty pretty sure because uh First of all, he was a, a tailor, like he he made like suits and stuff, you know. And he used to have the shop in downtown L.A., and it was like a little piece of shit shop, it, like it really was. And uh, then he ended up moving it to where he lived, which was so my grandpa had a separate house from my grandmother. Like he would come home, like you know, a few a couple days a week. But a lot of times he would stay at his other house, which is also fucking weird, shady, right? Like, how are you going to be married and not live in the same house, in the same city? Like, I could see, like, okay, so you guys know this, you know, Ashton and I, you know, she's from Oklahoma, I'm obviously from Los Angeles, and we've had this discussion, and, you know, at some point, we're going to have a place in Oklahoma for real, like we will, we'll have a big old fucking place in Oklahoma that probably costs like $12, and then I'll have a small little place in LA, and we'll kind of go back and forth, right, maybe she'll be out here while I'm out there, and I doubt that there'll ever be a time when I would be out here and she would be in LA, (laughs) but there's definitely gonna be times when I'm still, when I'm in LA, and she's here in Oklahoma, and I'm gonna go back and forth. I like it here, you know, I don't want to just live here, but, you know, I I definitely have kind of made a little life, and honestly, you guys, since I've been doing stand-up while I'm here, it's a lot easier to get to places from the middle of the country than it is from L.A., so we're going to figure that out, we've had that conversation, but um, to have different places in the same fucking city, that's weird, you know what I mean, so, anyway um so my grandfather had three other kids that we knew of okay so he cheated my grandma had the kids they stayed together whatever i wasn't really close with him you know like i would see him sometimes but he didn't speak english he kind of did but you know he basically pedro you're my grandson yeah it was like okay whatever man like it was fine but i just never really like we never really bonded you know and obviously he had fucking three other families to divvy his divide his time around so it's it's whatever man that's why i say i had great relationships with three of my grandparents he's the one that i didn't have a great relationship with anyway um i remember one time so this is me just reminiscing you guys you're welcome i was uh i was in high school I don't remember how old I was. I definitely know that I was in high school, though. I was probably, we'll say freshman, sophomore, maybe. And uh, we were... My grandma, my yaya, she had gone... So, I, I, You know, this is what happened. You know, my family... My family spends uh, Christmas, or used to. We don't really do it anymore, you know, because everyone's older now, but... We used to always celebrate Christmas Eve At my grandma's house My grandma serves My dad's side of the family That's the family I knew You know, my cousins I have Eight No Seven cousins One, two, three, four Five, six, seven Yes We have a small family I have seven cousins My grandparents Had ten grandkids total Okay, is that right? Hold on guys, sorry I gotta do some math Sean Stacy Jason, Daniel, Michelle, Jenny, Crystal, and then me, Adam, and Travis. Yes, my grandparents only had 10 grandkids. And so, you know, our thing was we celebrated Christmas on Christmas Eve, okay? And then Christmas Day, we would sometimes go to my mom's side of the family, even though we didn't really like going there because we didn't have any actual, you know, like, first cousins there, so... Everybody there was, like, they were all cousins, and we were kind of, like, you know, like, we were second cousins, which is just different. So, we never really felt like we fit in, and we didn't really, I I didn't really have any cousins, like, I would love hanging out. I mean, I still like hanging out with my cousins. We don't see each other that often, I mean, especially with COVID and stuff, but, you know, like, I love hanging out with all my cousins. Um, Minus one of them, because he's kind of been an asshole the last few years. It's fine. It's whatever. But, um... We used to like... I used to like hanging out with him. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Um, <laughs> I, uh... Oh, yeah. So, we would celebrate Christmas with my, my dad's family, Christmas Eve. And then, Christmas Day, we would sometimes go to my mom's family, which we didn't like. Whatever. So, this specific Christmas, that's exactly what happened. We had gone to uh, my grandpa my grandma's house on Christmas Eve. And then, for Christmas Day... For some reason, though, my my grandma, my yaya, wasn't around. I don't know if she went to go visit her brothers up north or something. I don't remember. All I know is that we went to go visit my grandfather on Christmas. Like I said, I'm probably like freshman, sophomore in, co- in college, in high school. And we're watching, I remember, you know, back in the day, you know, I mean, even still, like, you'd watch the NBA on Christmas Day, you know? Back then, it was always like, Lakers and Celtics and Bulls and Lakers and like you know like Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan Larry Bird like that era you know and I remember watching the Bulls are playing I think the Bulls are playing the Pistons actually maybe the Celtics I don't remember but I remember the fucking Bulls are playing because I was watching Michael Jordan dude because I fucking loved Michael Jordan and I remember my grandfather getting really drunk at his house and then he comes over he's like Pedro Pedro and I'm like, "What's up, Grandpa?" You know, and then he pulls out a picture of his in out of his wallet, right? And the picture is him in Mexico um, with some random woman, and he's holding a baby. Okay, he's holding a baby up, and he's like, "Mira, Pedro, de su tío, ah, <laughs> no diga tu abuelo, okay." <laughs> So, basically, he's showing me a picture of my uncle, who's a baby in Mexico, you know, with some woman who he's obviously now fathered another child with, and then he's telling me not to tell my grandmother, and I, you know, we didn't, I don't know, I mean, she knows now, but I don't think my mom ever told her, because it killed her to tell her that, that my grandfather... After, you know, fathering three other children during their marriage has now fathered another one. And those are just the the ones we fucking know of, dude. Like, we, (laughs) there might, there might, there's there's fucking more. We probably just don't know. Because my grandpa would always go to Mexico, which leads me to what I was trying to say, was that I'm pretty sure my grandfather had connections to the cartel. I don't have any proof other than the fact that he had this tailor business, quote unquote, that was in a little shit store... Not even a store... Like it was like... You couldn't... You had to know where it was... To find it... You know... It was like in some random building... Probably the fucking Cecil Hotel... I don't remember dude... I remember it's in, Not in a nice part of downtown... But then he moved it to... He had a little office space... In front of his house... His, in front of his house... So then he ran it through there... But I remember... Going to Mexico... When we went to... I mean it wasn't Mexico... It was Tijuana... But we were in Mexico... And we just went to some dude's house. I had to be like 10 or 11. I've got a good memory, you guys. Um, like I said, 10 or 11. Maybe 10. Because I remember I still liked wrestling toys. <laughs> and so that had to be like third, fourth grade. I still liked wrestling toys. And I remember we went to like some fucking like mall down there. And like they had like... They were like knockoffs, but of like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and shit, dude. And like I wanted them, and I didn't get them, but I wanted them. But I remember we went to the airport. So, anyways, we went to this guy's house down in in, in Tijuana. I want to say it. For, I'm going to say it correctly. Tijuana, Tijuana, and it's this dude. But we, we we end up going to the like see, like as a kid. It doesn't look like any like. Y- you don't realize what's going on but there was like a huge fence around like almost like a bunker right and i'm pretty sure there was security there or at least someone to greet us at the gate i remember that and thinking like where are we but it was a house this huge house that's barricaded you know basically and we go in this huge house and i'm like what the fuck dude this is weird and, you know, we I remember we had, like, all this, like, a huge thing of food. And we're just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, our brothers were babies, so they don't fucking remember. And then I remember we went to the airport. And we went with this dude. And, like, people were fucking coming up to the dude and, like, kneeling. And, like, everyone wanted to shake his hand. And, like, it was like, we were like, who the fuck is this guy? And my grandpa's rolling with him. So... Um, that number one was like, as I, when I got older, I'm like, I wonder what the fuck that was all about. And then the fact that my grandpa had like two houses, but he was a tailor, but like, who did he really make clothes for? Do you know what I mean? And he would always go to Mexico. He would spend like weeks and months in Mexico and then come back to LA and he has, you know, three other families that we know for now, four other families that we know of, like, this dude needed to have fucking money you know he's paying mortgages and everything and like so that and then you know having this house that we went to and then this fucking guy getting just like people looking at him like he's a king and shit like i'm pretty sure my grandpa i'm not saying he ran drugs but if he was a money money and you know what my i remember one time like i told you i wasn't really i wasn't close to him i, I could hardly talk to him my car broke down so i went when i first moved back to la You know, because I I lived there until I was in first grade. And then we moved out to Ontario. That's where I finished, you know, elementary school, high school, etc. And then when I started college, the second year, I think, I don't remember, but I moved out right before my mom died. I moved out. I was 20 and I moved out and got an apartment with my buddy Ian. Um, And then I lived there for like a year ish. Maybe a little bit more than a year So I lived with Ian for a while And then Ian moved to San Diego And then when he moved to San Diego My buddy Eric Dunn lived with me I lived with Eric Dunn, my best friend for like a little bit Um, And then he wanted to get His own place I think Yeah, why'd you move out Eric? (laughs) I don't even remember Or did I move I mean we were going to move out But I feel like Eric just wanted his own place I don't remember if I'm being honest but then I ended up moving in with my girlfriend and we lived I lived with her for like a couple years and then I moved to LA and we were still together but then I moved to LA and then we broke up like a few months later whatever. And uh point being I I lived with when I when I moved when I first moved back to LA, you know, I wanted my own place but I couldn't quite really afford like a place that was like nice enough for me to like be like, okay, you know, so I just decided that I was gonna live with my grandma for a little bit until I found a place that I could afford or that I liked or whatever um so I remember I did that, and then my car broke down, and it was gonna be like twelve hundred dollars or some i don't know some it was definitely like more than a thousand dollars, and I didn't have the money and my grandpa my grandma told my grandpa that you know my car needed an he wrote me a, a fucking a check for the mu- amount that I needed. And I was just like, dang. So, like, like my grandpa had fucking money, dude. He had fucking money. And it just, I don't think it was from making fucking suits. <laughs> like, back in the day, I'll tell you this, though. My grandpa, he fucking made suits for Don Newcomb. He had a picture and a signed thing. And he used to get tickets, apparently, all the time. Don Newcomb, dude. From a fucking Hall of Fame picture from the Dodgers. Yeah. That Don Newcomb. He used to make fucking suits for him. And, you know, if you guys remember, up until he died a couple years ago, he was still rocking fucking bomb-ass suits. So my question is, who the fuck was making his suits? Did my grandpa keep making his suits this whole time? I don't think so. Because I feel like I would have gotten to go to more Dodger games. But maybe not. Whatever. Um, anyway, this brings me back to the what I was trying to talk about was... <laughs> Man, I can't believe I went on a 25 minute tangent When I was trying to talk about Mother's Day (laughs) That's crazy, right? That's what I love about this podcast, man Like, obviously, I like interviewing people And giving you guys fitness tips and stuff Which, by the way I'm probably going to forget before this episode's over But it's fine Um, I just like talking about stuff You know, I love it But um, Mother's Day was Sunday And You know, it's always hard for me when Mother's Day comes around because I I just loved my mom. You know, I loved my mom. She was the best. You know, I hate that my relationship with her got cut short because she, you know, she passed away when I was 20. You know, because I just always, there's been just always been things that, you know, it would have been cool to share with my mom or just. Talk to my mom or just have her there, you know. So, you know, Mother's Day is always, t- I mean, pretty much any holiday, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, those are all hard for me when her birthday comes around. Like, even though my mom's been gone for almost 22 years now, she passed away in '99, you know, even though she's been passed away for that long, like, it's still hard you know, I still wish my mom was here, you know, I think she would fucking, I was telling, I was talking to this about, I was talking to my girlfriend about this the other night, how just like, you know, I'm nowhere in my career where I want to be, but I'm getting there, you know, I'm making progress, I book more work, I'm, you know, I'm doing things, Um, but my mom would have been really fucking proud of me, man, because that's just how supportive she was. Like, she was so supportive of me when I was, like, doing dance and when I was in chorus. And, like, she was just proud of anything I did that wasn't, like, joining gangs or fucking getting girls pregnant. Um, which I still haven't done. Haven't joined a gang. Haven't got a girl pregnant. What? <laughs> um. You know, she was just always proud and supportive. And, like, the fact that I get to do stand-up and the, I got like, you know, I've got like videos on YouTube with like thousands of views. My highest viewed video on YouTube has, the last time I checked, it had 24,000 or 20, almost 20, you know what? I'm going to fucking check this shit right now. Last time I checked, it was close, it was close to 24,000, which is just insane to me. Hold on. I'm going to check right now. I mean, it's insane to me that my art can be broadcast. I mean, potentially to millions. Like, I don't know whom, how many people listen to this podcast. But hold on. I'll tell the story, too, really quick. Uh, edibles... No. Where is the video? Sorry, you guys. I'm in real time right now. Three months ago. Two hundred eighty-nine views. Forty-seven. Twenty-three thousand. It says. I thought I had more than that. Anyway, but still, it's fucking. Twenty-three thousand people have seen this video. I have another video with eight thousand views. I have another video with nineteen hundred views. Like it's fucking crazy, dude. Like I can be exposed to millions of people just just like that. Tw- Two point one thousand. Like it's it's fucking fascinating. Uh oh. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I dropped my recorder. (laughs) But just the fact... The internet, like... It's just amazing, dude. You know, I was talking about it... When I was talking about how I connected with Nick... The guy from CNN that I had on a couple weeks ago. And... uh, I'm just like... It's so cool how the internet works. Like... I can connect with people... You know, doing cool things. I can interview people. You know, meet... Have a platform that people you know, sometimes want to be on, and I get to interview them, and then, like, people that follow me get to know them, or people that follow them can listen and get to know me, and like, wow, that guy's got an interesting story, or why the fuck does this guy have a podcast? No one's listening, (laughs) or, like, he's not even funny, or he's not even, he can't even talk. How is he talking for an hour? I don't know, but I can still be, the fact that I could still be exposed to that many people is just, like, crazy, and, like, To think about, like, like, like I said, like, my mom, like, she would fucking, she would be telling everybody how awesome I am, and she would fucking be spoiling the fuck out of all her grandchildren, you know, my brother's kids, my other brother's kids, like, she would have been the best grandma, you know, she probably would have been working just so she could fucking spoil her grandkids, and she would have been telling all her friends at work about how her son... You know, is performing on the show with Dane Cook and fucking Chris Tucker and Bill Burr, Like, all these fucking people that are just ridiculously fucking famous. And, you know, his friend is on HBO and is like this and that. And, you know, he has two albums on iTunes and he has a three podcasts. Like, she would fucking tell everybody. And so that's why it's like, you know, it sucks for me that she's gone because you know that would have been cool to have like that kind of support, you know, I'm gonna be honest no yeah i'm 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 gonna be honest sometimes I feel like not everybody supports me. That's not you guys, you guys are listening to this, I know you support me, but I know there's people that you know, maybe even in my family or you know that that say they're my friend that secretly would just and I don't know why if I could be wrong, dude, I hope I'm fucking wrong. But I'm pretty sure I'm right that people like they want me to just kind of be like, uh, all right, I'm just going to stop pursuing this dream, stop living this fucking dream and just get a normal job. Nine to five, get married, have kids and just do that the rest of my life. Like I know people, there's people that think that they want me to do that so they could be like, haha, I knew he wasn't going to make it, which is fucking crazy. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that nobody that I know does that. But I guarantee you, there are people that, that that that's how they feel. They don't want me to really succeed. They want me to fail. But that's the shit that motivates me. Because I don't fail. <laughs> like, I mean, I wish my mom was here, like I said. But, like... To think about, like, I'm just going to, in case someone hasn't been listening to my podcast from the very beginning, I'm just going to give you a little history lesson. I grew up, you know, we were kind of poor. My dad beat the shit out of me as a kid, like, early on. Like, I remember getting my ass beat when I was, like, two, three, four, and for, like, the rest of my life until I got to high school and pushed my dad. I don't know. My memory is kind of vague, but I'm pretty sure he, like, tried to, like, knock me out one night. Like, he fucking punched me hard in my face. That was the only time he actually, like, punched me. Most of the time, he would slap me. Most of the time, he hit me with, like, a belt or a whip. Whatever. I'm talking about it, dude. It's my fucking podcast. Um, But it's, he stopped... I'm pretty sure he stopped when... I started lifting weights when I was like... I mean, I started lifting weights. I started lifting weights when I was 8 years old. Okay? You guys have heard the story. And if you haven't, I said it on the first fucking podcast. Why weren't you listening? (laughs) There's all this other shit, too. I started working out when I was 8. I got a Hulk Hogan workout set for my 8th birthday. And that's when I started lifting weights. But I got really serious about it. Like, when I was in high school. And I started getting really strong. And I remember one time my dad was just like, like we weren't. I wasn't like being disciplined. He was just like trying to fuck with me, and he was like, "Come on, come on!" Like trying to like egg me on, and I was like, "Stop, dude!" Because I never like, even though at a certain age I kind of felt like I could probably whoop my dad's my dad's ass, like I didn't, you know? Because I just I don't even know if it was out of respect. It was probably more out of respect for like my mom. And also, I'm afraid that maybe, like, if I did that, he would kick me out. Because he probably would have, but whatever. And he probably would have had the right to. I don't, I feel like kids shouldn't hit their parents. Although, if anyone had an argument to hit their parents, or at least one of their parents, that would have been me. <laughs> but anyway, he was, like, you know, kind of playing with me. And then I just kind of pushed him. And, like, I pushed him over the couch. And he, it was like, he got kind of shocked. My dad had a fucked, I don't know if I told you, I told you guys this on podcast, but like I said, you might be new. My dad had a fucked up leg because he got into a car accident, or not, he didn't get into a car accident. He got hit by a car. Unfortunately, he was on a motorcycle, so it fucked up his leg like forever. And he was, yeah, I talked about it when he died on the, on the episode when my dad died. I talked about this, but, um... So he didn't have all, like, he had a, he he basically had, like, a peg leg, basically. Except it was his leg, but, like, it might as well have been a peg leg. And he didn't have great mobility in that leg. So, like, I just remember, like, when I pushed him and, I like, he fell over the couch. And I was just, like, I don't know what was going to happen at that point because I wasn't trying to do that. But, like, he fucked with me and I pushed him. And that was pretty much the last time my dad hit me, if I'm not mistaken. But, anyway, point being... I got fucked up as a kid, and then my dad was an asshole, so he would abuse me mentally, call me names, you know, I talk about it in my stand-up, but, you know, call me gay, but like, he wouldn't say I was gay, he would use the derogatory terms for gay, I'm not gonna say them, cause I don't wanna hurt anyone's feelings, you know what they are, and just all that, and, you know, then to go from that, to then we got evicted from our house, and then a couple months later, my mom dies. And then, you know, all we have is my grandma to connect us to our mom. And then we were obviously really close with her, like I said. And then she dies. And then, no, actually, before that, my grandfather died. And I was really close, my my dad's dad. And I was really close with him. He was the best fucking grandpa. He really was, man. Like, he, and he's so he just so much energy, you know, like, he was always just, like, just bis- big heart, you know, he, he was my sponsor when I got, com- when I got, when I made my confirmation, uh, he's just a feel-good guy, man, hard, you know, sir- fought for our fucking country in World War Two. fucking worked at the post office, retired, like, he just, he did the thing, man, he had a, you know, he was loyal and faithful to my grandma and drove her everywhere because my grandma never fucking had a driver's license. <laughs> and But he was just the best fucking grandpa, man. And then, you know, when he got cancer, to see him go from, like, being this super energetic person to, you know, basically, they told us that... They, 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 they gave him, like, a, a prognosis of a few months to live and it was just, like, for us, that was just kind of, like, tough because he was he was our grandpa you know and you know to kind of watch him go from being that energetic grandpa to like kind of you know when we saw the disease and the chemo and everything start to take over and like that was tough and then when you know at least we were getting prepared for him to pass you know I think like you know I lost my my mom too Like, too sudden, you know, she was sick one day, and two days later, she was dead. Like, that was, you know, tough because we didn't get to prepare for that. But with my grandfather, you know, we you know, we were preparing, but it was still tough. And then, you know, I go from that, from my mom dying to then my grandpa dying a couple years later. And then my grandma, who was my mom's mom, who we were also very close with a couple years after that, you know, meanwhile, my dad is doing drugs, in and out of jail, fucking going crazy on meth, and then he ends up fucking, you know, and then for me, I'm, I'm falling in love, like, for the first time, like, for real, and I get my heart broken, and just, like, I've been through so much stuff, okay, and even through all that stuff, I'm still fucking pursuing my dream. Even though if my mom was still here, my life, I probably wouldn't have had a lot of the struggles that I had. Um, You know, I don't know if I would have gone to stand-up. That's the thing. Like, I've always wanted to be a stand-up, but would I still have been pursuing it if my mom was alive? This is the shit that I fucking think about, dude, especially like on Mother's Day. I don't know but like either way if she was Alive she'd be extremely proud Of the stuff that I've done Which makes me happy because I know that I'm making my mom proud Um, And then I'm thinking about her You know her obviously I think there's a heaven I hope there's a heaven And I think about her Now like looking at how fucking Much I'm busting my ass And how through all that And then a pandemic and whatnot and then i'm still fucking booking jobs and still pushing forward you know getting new gigs new clubs that are being added and getting bumped up to headliner at some of them or starting a headliner at some of them and it's just like my mom is so fucking proud and i just wish i could spend mother's day with my mom you know that's what that all boils down to. Like, I'd give anything to be able to have to be able to call my mom or buy her flowers or whatever and just tell her Happy Mother's Day and how much I appreciate her. and I know she does. I know she's in heaven listening to this. I wonder how many downloads I get in heaven. (laughs) But, you know, I know I know I make my mom proud and that fucking makes me happy, man. So it was kind of a thing. And then God, you guys, I'm gonna tell you right now between me and you. If you follow me on social media, which you probably do if you're listening to this, um, if ever if, if ever I post like a picture of a show, you know, someone took of me at a show of mine, and I'll post like you know, thank you, such and such comedy club, I had a good time. You know, I always let the clubs know that I I appreciate it. But also, you know, thank you to the people, like, in case I have any new followers from those shows, you know, like, this, I always let it be known that I'm very appreciative for the opportunity that I got, you know, so, like, I'll post those, and I don't remember why I was talking about that, <laughs> what the fuck was I, where was I going with this point, talking about my dad... And my mom being proud of me. And... Fuck. That's what happens when you're high. Fuck, you guys, I forgot. (laughs) But anyway, I don't don't know what I was talking about. But just knowing that my mom would be proud of me. That I'm still fucking doing this shit. I'm still pushing forward. Even after all the stuff that I've been through. So, um... You got Oh, that's what I was talking about. I did those shows in Dallas. And I did so... I'm not one of those guys that's like... I Oh, that's sort a of thing. When I post something, it's to show love to the club. And never will you see me write something like... Fucking... crush tonight. I killed it. It's because, like... I don't think I did. You know what I mean? Like, I think I could always be better. I listen to my sets, and I'm like, Oh, I should have said this better. And, like, I've never... As cliche as it sounds, like I'm never satisfied, you know? And so I just say thank you when I post those. I never say I killed. Can I just tell you guys, for the first time in my life, I'm going to say I fucking killed when I was in Dallas last week. The fucking... I was just on fire, dude. (laughs) I'm getting to a place and watch me start just bombing fucking eating dicks because I say this, but... My last few jobs that I've done, there's been something that's happened on stage where I feel like my jokes are hitting harder, but I'm also more free on stage. So, like, if something happens in the audience or someone's being a dumb fuck or, like, whatever, like, I can navigate through that and it not fuck me up. Like, I'm a fucking pro, dude. And I'm not saying I'm the funniest fucking person. Dave Chappelle is fucking ridiculous. But what I'm saying is. There's something happening when I'm on stage right now. And I'm I'm saying this because. I just fucking killed so fucking hard. At my show in Dallas. That like I was crying on the way home. Thinking about. How. Just how proud I am. And how fucking. That I'm doing what I'm doing. Because like. I feel like my work is paying off right now and it's a great fucking feeling and it made me emotional thinking about my mom, making her proud and just doing this fucking thing, man. And so, you know, I posted this thing on Instagram and I'll share it with you because maybe you don't have Instagram. There are people that don't have Instagram. It's fucking weird, but whatever. Okay. so This is what I posted on Monday. I've been through some shit in my life, but no matter how hard things get, no matter how many times I've been knocked on my fucking face, I never give up. This weekend was a whirlwind of emotions for me, but at the end of the day, the message is this. I've been through hell and back, and I'm still fucking standing. I've had some fucked up shit happen to me, but I've also achieved some pretty fucking awesome things too. I'm sure that life will con- will keep throwing me curveballs from time to time, and when it does, I'll stay back, and drive that shit to right. Or maybe I'll be way out in front and I'll look like a jackass. That's a bayfro reference. But I'm also confident that there's still some really cool shit that's going to come out of all this too. And that's the fuel that feeds my fire. To know what I've been through and still be where I am today makes me proud of how far I come and eager to see what's, what comes next. There's still quite a few chapters left in this book. And I'm riding this bitch. Period. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you next week.